The Upperman Bees get ready for their toughest test yet. The Jackson County Blue Devils look to build on their first win of the season. And Monterey goes back to the basics in practice. Welcome into the high school playbook. We're joined now by head coach Sean Loftus of the Jackson County Blue Devils football program. One and two on the season now after picking up their first win of the season over Sale Creek this past Friday, seven to two. Coach, take me through the win. How'd the guys get the job done? Well, it wasn't pretty. Uh, you know, we kind of, I think we scored uh, in the uh, first quarter uh, or maybe the start of the second quarter, but anyway, uh, and then we had the ball several times. Um, that would either we had created a turnover or uh, uh, or by drives into the uh, you know deep into the opponent's end uh, and then either a penalty or uh, penalties or uh, uh, you know miscues on our own uh, bad snap or a fumble or an interception I mean just something you know we just kept on kept on you know uh, you know kind of hurting ourselves more than I feel like the opponents killing us uh, and, and stopping us. But um, but then, you know, like I said, the defense, the whole second half, it just – first half I felt like our offense, you know, was, was doing well 20 to 20. But then in the second half, I mean, it, it was uh, – you know, we really stalled out uh, and, and didn't do much. But I think a lot of that, again, like I said, was self-inflicted. Um, but the defense, I couldn't ask for, for a better effort from, from those guys – uh, you know, there were several times that uh, I think we ended up stopping them on fourth down uh, six, seven times for the game. Um, and uh, I don't know, a couple of those were inside of our own 20-yard line. So, uh, you know, I'd, uh, you know, the kids kept on fighting uh, even whenever we weren't doing, getting the job done on the uh, uh, on the from the from the offensive end. Our kids did a great job and just just continued to play and um, you know and had a you know a win's a win. Uh, it don't matter how it looks or or, or how you get it. Uh, you know it's awfully good to just have a have a win in the in the in that column. Now you mentioned it right there. You guys got the win and kind of get that under your belt, get it out of the way. Now you can focus on as the season goes on. I want to focus on the defensive side of the ball, and you had mentioned it, a really good defensive showing from your squad. And how impressive is it, especially with Sale Creek having two weeks to prepare their offense for your guys' defense? Oh, I mean, that was huge, uh, you know, because – you know, only getting only you know you kind of got a scrimmage film and a and one game film, um, and and so uh, you know and they get in return uh, you know they've saw two of our game films and stuff and so it's uh, it's and early on in the year of course I mean uh, everybody always gets one uh, gets better from game one to game two um and you know they they improve uh, a lot uh from game 1 to game 2 and you know they did some uh, some different things uh you know to us but um but I just want to you know our defensive line uh you know uh did a great job in stopping the run which allowed us then to uh you know not just take some you know, take some chances and get some guys out of the box a little bit whenever uh, we knew it was passing down. And, uh, but, uh, you know, that uh, just getting that win uh, for these kids, 
um, you know, and seeing those those faces after a Friday night W, uh, you know, was always good, and and the smiles and stuff like that. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. Um, and like I said, those kids just continued to play and fight, uh, you know, for four quarters because it came down to, uh, you know, Sell Creek having the ball uh, in the last, um, you know, I guess we gave it, we we got the ball and and uh, we we. Uh, Punted it back to them with about 40 seconds, I guess, go in the game, and uh, and then we were able to get a stop. Talking with head coach Sean Loftus of the Jackson County Blue Devils football program, right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The Blue Devils one and two on the season now after taking down Sale Creek seven to two this past Friday. Coach, you get Sequatchie County coming up this Friday in Week Four, but in practice, what are you guys really going to be focusing on specifically? Uh, just eliminating our turnovers and uh, and doing some things on our end. I mean, uh, Sequatchie County is a you know a good football team. Uh, you know they uh, uh, they do a lot of things well. They're going to prevent a lot of problems to us defensively uh, just because of you know the scheme that they run and they have an athletic quarterback that can can run and uh, run and throw uh, the ball really well. But uh, most importantly, you know we just have to. Uh, I feel like you know work on ourselves, uh, especially offensively. I mean, we we have uh, you know we've had some you know games to where you know we put a lot of yardage, a lot of yards on the you know on the in that column. But uh, when it's all said and done, we we've got one touchdown on the year. So that's our biggest you know uh, thing that I feel like that we have to uh, continue to work on and get better each and every week is. Um, you know, whether that's, you know, seems like each and every week we're talking bad snaps or ball security, uh, you know, just simple things, things that we work on on a daily basis that uh, that keep on haunting us uh, during times that, that we need it to uh, uh, them the most. Uh, but, but anyway, uh, you know, we're going to continue to work each and every week and try to get better and, um, you know, we, uh, in hopes of, you know, as the season continues to get towards the the middle or to the towards the end, that we're we're playing our best football. Um, you know, uh, you know, I've said it to many people that this this bunch is it's an older bunch, but uh, we have a lot of inexperienced kids, kids that have not played football before, or uh, you know, I say not put played football before, played not played in in several years. Uh, some of these guys are. And most of these guys that I have that are juniors and seniors are are first year high school players, uh, and so I've got to also look at that. That you know, um, you know that it's been a while since they have uh, caught a pass or ran the ball or made a tackle. So uh, you know, each and every game, I just feel like that we're going to continue to get better, um, and and hopefully the nerves, uh, you know, will when the lights come on. Uh, you know, they, they'll they'll go away and we start making plays. Head coach Sean Loftus with the Jackson County Blue Devils football program right here on the high school playbook. One and two on the season, getting ready to take on a two and one Sequatchie County team coming up on Friday. Coach Loftus, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you, sir, for having me. We'll go back on the high school playbook. We're joined now by head coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs. 2-0 on the season so far, a bye last week. And, Coach, I'll start it there. I know we had talked about it a little bit last week, but uh, take me through the bye week. What was that process like for you guys and, and kind of just resting up and, and take me through the practice week? 
Well, we just kind of uh, took it easy during the week. We we didn't do a whole lot. We just watched a little film with everybody, uh, let people get their legs back under them and, and get them prepared for the next seven weeks, eight weeks, whatever it is. And, and uh, you know, these kids, uh, you know, they've worked hard, and it was a good time for them to rest and get back to uh, get their legs back and get ready to play some football. Well, Coach, 2-0 on the season so far. You guys have put up 93 points. You haven't given up a single point to your two opponents. Is there anything you guys are not doing well right now? Well, we're playing hard, and that's the big thing. Uh, I wouldn't say we're not doing well because we're not uh, we're not perfect by no means. We're, we've still got a long way to go before we get that. But the kids are playing hard, and we're giving a lot of effort, and that's all we're looking for. What are a couple of those things that you would still like to see be a little bit better as we head into week four this week? Uh, I'd like for them to finish finish the plays, as in, uh, you know, especially in up front in the offensive line. I'd love for us to, uh, when, we, when we start blocking, we go until the whistle blows and we continue that uh, and, and, and just don't miss tackles on defense. That's the main thing. And, and if we get that corrected, I think we're going to be really good. Coach, who are some guys who have taken some big strides early on this season and have really impressed you? Well, you know, I could, I could just start naming them off, but there's so many. I, I think the kids uh, uh, are working their tails off, and it's great to watch those. But, you know, guys that you hear about is Joseph Marco. I think he's got 12 carries with uh, over 200 yards and, and I think five or six touchdowns. And Alec Kerr has played one game. He scored three times. Uh, Keaton Arms has played phenomenal, and uh, you know I, I just keep going down the list. You know Jimmy Burchett, uh, Nate Adams, those guys have all played well, and, and not counting those guys up front uh, with, with uh, Big John Hamilton and, and Ricardo McElroy, uh Levi Garrett. Those guys have played great so far. I know you had said last week when we talked you'd rather have a bye week later on in the season, but with this being your first year with the team and kind of meshing with that team, obviously both offensively, defensively, working pretty well through two weeks, but does it really feel like here in week four you guys have sort of found a groove now? Uh, We're getting there. I don't think we're there yet. I think we still can be a lot better than what we are. Um, uh, You know, It's going to take time. You want to be playing your best football uh, week 10, week 11, and, and hopefully that's what we'll be doing. It will continue to get better each week. We're talking with head coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. 2-0 on the year so far this year, a bye week last week, and getting ready to take on a Cornersville 1-2 and team this week, your first uh, home game coming up on Friday. Uh, take me through that. What do you know about the 1-2 and Cornersville team? Well, they're very physical, uh, physical up front. They have a tailback. He, he's, a, he's a big young man and runs really hard. And name's Ben Franklin, and uh, he's he's been uh, touted as a Mr. Football candidate. So, you know, we got our hands full. And, you know, not only does he play, Ben Franklin played the tailback, but he also plays defensive end. So, you know, big, strong kid, and, and, and that seen that way all the way across the board. So, you know, we better be ready for a, a fight. Defensively for you guys, what are you going to have to try to do to slow him down? Well, you always want to try to get a stop him before they get started. If we can get him going east and west to north and south, that'll be huge. Lastly, Coach, you'd mentioned a couple of things you'd like to see get better, but specifically what's got to get better as you guys get nearer to region play coming up in week five? Everything. Everything. We can improve on everything that we do, and there's not just one thing that we need to work on. It's everything. And 
and just and just watch these kids uh, work. The work ethic is great, and 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 I think we'll get there. I just want to see every phase of the game get better. Head coach Bruce Lamb with the Clay County Bulldogs, two and zero in the season, getting ready to take on Cornersville at home coming up on Friday. Coach Lamb, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you. I appreciate you. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by head coach Adam Kane of the Upperman Bees. The Bees 3-0 on the season, 1-0 in region play after taking down Cumberland County this past Friday in another shutout. Uh, coach Kane, take me through what was working well in the win for the guys. Uh, Well, we got off to a quick start. You know, got a stop on defense, and then we're able to get a, a score and then uh, turn them over and get a pick six on the – on their very first play. So, uh, you know, the, the quick start and, uh, showed that we were kind of ready for it. And, uh, you know, guys come out and, uh, you know, made sure that, uh, that, that we were going to, you know, have a good night and, uh, you know, took, took away the hope that they may have had. And, and so that, that was important. Uh, that's kind of the, what we stressed all week and we were able to do that. On top of having the quick start, how important was it to get started on the right foot in region play as well and move to one and zero in that aspect? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's uh, you know all the games are important. Uh, you know, football you only get you only um, guaranteed ten uh, contests, and, and uh, you know, in in the day and age of, of COVID and all the other stuff going on, you you're really not even guaranteed those. So anytime you get to get on the field. Uh, it's important, uh, but obviously, you know, if you're if you're a team with uh, postseason aspirations, uh, you know, the region games are, are much more important than any of the others. So, you know, we always put a, a big emphasis on that, and uh, it, it was good to start, you know, start to the, the region play one and zero. Were there still a few things in that ball game that you would have liked to see be a little bit better for your squad? Yeah, you know, is is uh as well as the numbers look and appear um defensively, um there's still some you know, some areas that we've gotta you know, shore up and uh there's still some spots that we gotta find out if you know, if guys are gonna be able to hold up in those spots. So, um you know, that that continues to kinda be a a, a theme for the, you know, first three games of the year. Um, you know, I reminded the guys uh, yesterday that, uh, you know, we, yes, we are three and oh, but the combined record of the teams we've played is, is one and eight. So, um, I think the difficult part of our schedule is coming up and that's no disrespect to, you know, to any of those teams. But, um, I think it's pretty clear that, you know, the, the difficult portion of our schedules, uh, you know, on its way starting this week. And we'll definitely get into that, but I do want to ask you as well, through these first three weeks of games, what has impressed you the most about your team so far? Uh, probably the way we've been able to, to move the ball and run the ball on the offensive side. And, uh, you know, that was uh, a little bit of a, a, a recurring theme last year is that we were very inconsistent on the offensive side. And, you know, we were able, we were kind of leaning on the defense a little bit more. Uh, but this year, you know, so far we've been able to sustain drives and finish drives. More importantly, you know, finish, you know, put a touchdown at the end of a drive. So um, that that's kind of the, the thing that I'm most pleased about so far. 
We're talking with head coach Adam Kane of the Upperman Bees football program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The Bees 3-0 on the season, getting ready to take on a really good Fayetteville team coming up this Friday at home. And uh, coach, let's get into it a little bit. This week in practice, what are you guys focusing on to get ready for the Tigers? Yeah, um, you, you know, very talented team. Um, you know, obviously ranked number two in the in the 1A division. Um won a state championship uh, 2020 season um, and gave us one of our losses last year. So, you know, we got a great deal of uh, res- respect and, and uh, for them and hold that program in, in high regard. We, we know most of the guys that, that played on the team are, are back. And, uh, you know, they got great size. And, uh, and really good speed at all the positions. Um, this is, this is going to be, you know, as talented a team as we'll, we'll face all year. And, um, so we kind of know what we're getting into because we, we played them last year and, uh, it's going to be a difficult test. You know, they got great runners. Um, they got a quarterback that's six foot seven and, and can throw the ball and run the ball. Um, good receivers everywhere and big on the offensive line and then defensively they just play with a you know with an intensity level that uh you know it's hard to match and we we know we're going to have to get in there and you know try to do the best we can to to match their intensity level and uh in their physicality and, and hopefully we can do that this year Coach, you had mentioned how it was one of your two losses a season ago, a close loss on the road at Fayetteville, 19-14. to Was there one or two things that they just did a really good job of that made it tough in last year's game? Yeah, you know, they, they had a, they've got a knack for, um, you know, kind of making big plays at the right time. Um, you know, we, we would get a play or two and then, get into a, you know, a crucial third or fourth down and, and they'd make a big stop or, um, you know, they did, did a good job of answering our scores with big plays of their own. Um, I know we, we pulled out to a 14 to six lead and, you know, they answer on the next drive to cut it to one. Um, you know, they, they big played us through the air last year and, um, you know, we, 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 um, I guess we're a little more focused on stopping the the tailback and, and uh, you know maybe let our guard down through the air. I don't think that's going to be the case this year because um, we got great respect for the you know the new quarterback and the receivers. It's it's just going to be a difficult deal, um, you know, being able to you know defend the entire you know the entire field against these guys. So. On the one hand, it's a daunting, you know, task force. On the other hand, it's a it's a great opportunity for us to, um, you know, evaluate where we are and uh, before we jump back into region play. So it's uh, it's something I'm really looking forward to, and I hope our guys are up for the challenge. It's also the fourth game in a row you guys are playing here in Putnam County. Of course, started the year at Tennessee Tech and then three straight home games with this one being the third one. How nice is it to kind of start the season with the four games where you really don't have to travel too much? It has been nice, uh, but on the flip side of that, you know, five of our next six are on the road. So, you know, that that that's, uh, you know, that'll come back and get us, you know, later in the season. Um 
it is kind of a peculiar deal the way it the way it played out it obviously was not by design um you know to open with four straight but uh you know it, it it's getting more and more difficult as we you know go from 3a to 4a and um you know trying to find games that are that are um you know competitive but at the same time you don't have to travel across the country to to play so you know scheduling is getting more difficult here and um you know we're gonna it's coming up at the end of this season so we're gonna have to put some thought into into that but uh i don't think i'll i'll i don't think i'm gonna plan on playing four straight at home um anytime soon i guess that's fair enough. You mentioned it. You do have to flip around and play a good amount of games on the road to close out the season. That's head coach Adam Kane with the Upperman Bees, 3-0 on the season, getting ready for a really fun matchup with Fayetteville coming up on Friday at home. Coach Kane, we appreciate the time. Good luck this weekend. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by head coach Steve Trapp of the DeKalb County Tigers, 2-1 on the season now, 0-1 in region play, fell to Macon County last Thursday, 21-13, and a big development in that game as well. Your quarterback, Briz Trapp, goes down with an injury. Uh, first of all, what's the latest on him? How's he doing? Well, he's, uh, you know, he's got an MRI actually today to kind of confirm everything or to make sure we we know everything that's going in there. So pretty substantial shoulder injury so he's definitely going to be missing some time now filling in for him is jordan parker your guys is back up but just take me through when he did come in in that game how do you think he performed and do you think he stepped up to the challenge well i mean he had to really didn't have a choice uh you know he did what we asked him to do i know he did throw one interception but i mean it's you know, another 12 inches on that ball, and it's probably another touchdown. So just, uh, you know, making sure that he's executing at a high level, understanding, you know, what we need from him and how everything's supposed to work. And uh, he's a greedy kid. You know, he's a young guy, but he's a greedy kid. He works hard. So, uh, you know, he'll get a full week uh, getting all the reps. And, uh, you know, so we're pretty excited for his opportunity. And, you know, just all the guys, you know, no fans or butts about it. Just everybody's got to take it to the next level. Does the offense change at all with Parker at quarterback? Well, the majority of the things we can still do. There may be some things that you know we probably need to eliminate or, or, or fix or uh, or maybe move on from or something like that. So it's uh, which we've always been multiple. It's always been about you know what's going to put our guys in the best situation to be successful. Is that running the ball, throwing the ball? Is you know so whatever that we're not going to change that mindset as far as how our offense is developed and. But like I said, it's just, uh, you know, talking with him, you know, over the weekend and after that game, it's just, you know, just make sure that you're doing your part. And that's through its preparation and understanding why we're calling plays and, you know, how things are supposed to operate and, uh, you know, just make sure that they're operating that way. Does it seem like the team morale is still fairly high even after the happenings of last week, the loss, you, you lose the your quarterback? And does it seem like the guys are still pretty pumped and ready to go for week four? Well, they don't have any choices. I mean, if somebody's not pumped and ready to go, it's you know it's about the next play, and you know no ifs ands or buts about it. We we don't like seeing kids get hurt, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you know especially as one that dictates a lot of you know the success on the offensive side when it's your quarterback, you know. So it's a big thing. But you know, one thing these guys have done, you know, throughout the first few weeks is. You know, they've been very resilient. You know, no matter what has happened, they've continued to play, and that was the case the other night. It just, 
we wasn't able to overcome some of the mistakes that we made. And, uh, you know, it was another one of those games, same type of games we've had for the first couple of weeks. And, you know, we were fortunate enough to come out on top of them other ones. And, you know, unfortunately, we wasn't on that one. And I would trade both those first ones for that region game. But, uh, you know, so it's about, you know, yes, there's a challenge. Guys have got to step up. And you know, just one thing we told them is, you know, we're really just going to see what you're made of now. And they've always responded, and we, we expect nothing less. We're talking with head coach Steve Trapp of the DeKalb County Tigers right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. 2-1 on the season, 0-1 in region play after falling to Macon County 21-13 last Thursday. Coach, what are some of those mistakes that you had mentioned really throughout those first three weeks? You've had three really close games that you guys are focusing on in practice this week. Well, I mean, just you know, just make sure we're executing at a high level mentally. Uh, you know, tackling the other night was kind of an issue in some critical moments, and you know, defense was playing extremely hard. But just you know, understanding your leverage and how to fit and attack things like that every single play, you just got to be mentally in tune. Uh, you know, offensively, we just wasn't good in third downs. Uh, we had a couple fourth down opportunities that were short yardage that we didn't come through with, and then. Uh, we had a few penalties on first down that just kind of took us out of you know any type of situation to get something going. Uh, when we were clean, we were moving the ball and did what we were supposed to do. It's just making sure that every single play we're mentally locked in on doing things the correct way. You get a really good team in Watertown coming up on Friday. The Purple Tigers 1-2, and two, but they've played a heck of a schedule. Fayetteville, Gordonsville, and Westmoreland. What do you know about them this year? Uh, well, I mean, definitely, uh, Watertown's a quality opponent. Uh, that's nothing uh, any different about that. So it's going to be another one of those games. Uh, I know defensively they're always solid. Offensively they they tend to change up and do what they need to do, again, to put their, their kids in the best situation to be successful. So we just got to be prepared and ready for the things that we have seen, but also be prepared and ready for potentially what they could do. So, uh, you know, it's a challenge. Uh, you know, so, you know, our guys really got to work hard both mentally and physically this week. Coach, lastly, if you had to pick one thing that you've really liked from your team through three weeks of game action so far this season, what would it be? Just the resiliency. Uh, like I said, the first couple of games and even the other night, there were plenty of plays in there that they could have folded up shop and just, you know, let the game get out of hand and just, you know, try it for the next week. But uh, they continue to play hard. They played extremely hard the other night. And, you know, we just got to make sure, and one of the biggest things we told them after the game is just make sure that our, our mental effort matches our physical effort and we'll be okay moving forward. Head Coach Steve Trapp with the DeKalb County Tigers, 2-1 and one on the season, 0-1 in region play, getting ready to take on Watertown coming up on Friday. Coach Trapp, we appreciate the time as always. I appreciate it. Thank you. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by Head Coach Derek Samber of the Stone Memorial Panthers. 3-0 and Panthers, 1-0 and in region play. They took down Livingston Academy 42-14 to on Friday. And Coach, uh, let's start it right there. A wild first half that included four touchdowns from Caleb Flowers. What did you like in the win on Friday? Didn't like the way we started, Jacob, but uh, did like the way we settled in. Uh, credit to Livingston Academy. They came out really aggressive on both sides of the ball. Uh, and we struggled early on, uh, didn't put a lot of points together, didn't put drives together, uh, gave up a big play uh, on a single receiver slant. Um, but, yeah, we settled in. Caleb Flowers certainly made some plays for us. He scored, I think, three different ways in that first half, uh, a couple of touchdown receptions, one of them on fourth down, uh, scooped and scored on a blocked punt, uh, and then had a big run for us as well. 
you guys almost only went to the run in the second half of that game offensively. What kind of went into that decision at halftime? Uh, we had a lead at the half and uh, wanted to settle in and, and show that we could run the ball between the tackles. Um, and, and that was very much an intentional, um, uh, mindful decision on our part to kind of settle in. There were a lot of balls in the air. Uh, I think us and Livingston both threw it a lot in the first half. So we wanted to settle in and eat some clock there in the second half and prove that we could impose our will a little bit up front and run the ball. Well, it certainly worked for you guys in the second half, especially. Obviously, still put some points on the board. In the first half, you had mentioned it. It was kind of back and forth, and especially early on with some balls in the air, interceptions on both sides, turnovers on both sides. Was that kind of the point of emphasis on things to work on looking at last week's film? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we can't beat uh, the teams that we want to beat in our region and on the remainder of the schedule, uh, turn the ball over as much as we did not execute the passing game the way we did early on. So that's certainly a point of emphasis uh, this week, uh, starting with a really great Monterey team. Defensively for you guys, and, and you've talked about it the last two weeks, taking on a pretty good pass game. They've got speed on the outsides, and with the exception of that one big pass play that Livingston was able to make, does it seem like the secondary guys have done a pretty good job defending the pass game the last two weeks? Yeah, we're proud of those guys in the secondary. We've kind of settled into a starting uh, four or five back there that, that eat most of the snaps for us. But they did a really good job. Uh, technique beat us on that first play. And uh, what I liked hearing Jacob is our, our corner on that play. Uh, before we could even correct him on the sideline, he came over and told us what the correction was, what the mistake was that he made. So I think that shows ownership uh, and a level of understanding of, of their positional identity and how they fit in the role of our defense. We're talking with head coach Derek Samber of the Stone Memorial Panthers right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The Panthers 3-0 and on the season, 1-0 and in region play, and going to Monterey coming up on Friday. Coach, before we get into that, one last thing on the game against Livingston. I noticed Blayton Flowers did a tremendous job defensively, had a few corner blitzes where I believe he had four sacks on the game. He also came out a couple of times, whether it be cramps or, or a couple of uh, injuries here and there. How impressive was he after going down with what a appeared to be somewhat of an injury and still being able to stay in the game and make a difference. Yeah, we'll keep it radio-friendly, Jacob, but uh, he was ill on a couple plays, I guess, uh, maybe over-hydrated and leave it at that. But between plays, I think uh, there's a play he made a tackle and then um, relieved himself of some, some uh, discomfort and then uh, <laughs> made a sack on the next play. But my goodness, uh, Blayton's a, a, probably an undersized linebacker, but... Uh, he's got an oversized heart, and that really showed on Friday night. The numbers you mentioned, we had him down for, I think, nine tackles, four sacks, a pass breakup. Uh, he was all over the field for us defensively, then carried the ball well, as you mentioned, in the second half. Coach, getting ready for a Monterey Wildcats team this week. They just fell in their first game of the season to York. What do you know about the Wildcats this season? What are you guys doing to prepare for them? Just a really good football team. Um, uh, probably the couple best players we've seen in their quarterback and running back. Uh, probably the best uh, players we've seen on our schedule to this point. Um, you know, whatever happened with them in York Friday night, I think was uncharacteristic. Uh, we know we're going to have our hands full. It was a one point game between us last year. So we know that margin for error against this team is really, really slim. Uh, so what we're preparing is we're taking another level of, of intensity and in practice this week, another level of um, detailed focus and hopefully another level of execution because we're going to have to have it. We know it was a one-point game last year, and we're probably lucky way to, to come away with that. 
Last couple weeks, you've dealt with some offenses that really like to go through the air. Of course, Monterey has Mason Bowman, who is a tremendous running back. How do you try to slow him down defensively this week? Well, he's he's such a good back, man. He's as talented as of a kid as there is in our area uh, and probably throughout the state. Uh, but it seems like the majority of plays he makes the first one miss. But we've got to get as many of those stone helmets to the football as possible um, and give ourselves as many opportunities to get that kid the ground as we can because um, it, it's quite likely that he's going to make at least a couple guys miss on every carry. So we better have 11 guys getting to the ball is our best hope of, of slowing him down in the slightest. Lastly, Coach, 3-0 and on this season, have beaten a couple of pretty good ball clubs, getting another really good team coming up this Friday. Do you think the team is, is meeting expectations or is there still room to improve as this season goes on? Well, you know, the expectation is just to continue getting better. So I don't know that you can ever meet that. Um, the coaching side of me is always going to be disappointed or see the negative or see the corrections that can be made. Uh, but I am proud of these kids for the effort they're putting in, the hustle they're displaying on Friday nights. And I'm glad we can make these corrections at 3-0. and uh, But it's going to be really, really challenging to get to 1-0 and this week. So we're going to focus on those corrections and shortcomings. But in terms of expectation, the, the expectations to be better – uh, each and every day of practice and each and every Friday night we get the opportunity to play. So I don't know that you're ever going to meet that. It, it's such a moving target. Head coach Derek Samber with the Stone Memorial Panthers right here on the high school playbook. 3-0 and on the season going on the road in non-region play to take on the Monterey Wildcats coming up on Friday. Coach Samber, we appreciate the time as always. Jacob, appreciate what you do, uh, the exposure you offer these athletes and what you do for high school sports. Uh, and as always, go Panthers. Welcome into the High School Playbook. We're joined now by Head Coach Scott Hughes of the Monterey Wildcats football program, a team that is 2-1 on the season now, 0-1 in region play, fell to a good York Institute team 34-20 on Friday. And, Coach, I'll start it there. What did the Dragons do well to make it tough on your squad? Well, I mean, they're a good football team, and they've, they've got a great coaching staff, and they got, you know, a ton of athletes, and, and you know, it's a, a group of young men that play very well together. They're very football knowledgeable, and they've played a lot of football together. Um, you know, I've always heard about their youth league program, their middle school program, and, and so they're guys that, that have been taught, you know, since they were little and how to play their system and how, you know, they, they know the ins and outs of that system, and, uh, you know, they've been successful for a long time, and, and so, you know, it was one of those things they expected to win, and um, you know, they had a had a great scheme for us, and, and you know, we didn't play very well. Um, and, and, you know, we, we kind of sat on our heels for the first half and uh, really kind of put it on a silver platter for them. And, uh, you know, we, we've talked all year that, you know, we have a shot to be a pretty good little football team, but we also have a chance uh, if we don't focus and execute to, to not be very good. And that was the prime example on Friday night. I've heard a lot of coaches say you either were you either win or you learn. What did you guys learn from last week's game? Uh, crap, there's not enough time in this interview to tell you what all we had to learn. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things we we just got to become more football IQ. We get we got to develop a, a higher football IQ, and uh, we got to be able to just recognize things a little bit faster. And and you know, we've got to grow up physically. Uh, you know, yeah, we're we're playing a ton of sophomores. No excuses. Uh, we got to be able to grow up and, and be able to, to put our face in the fire and be able to handle adversity better. Does it seem like any, I know we've talked about kind of the sophomores, some juniors on the squad that are getting some good playing time this year. Does it seem like that loss or that game in general may have, you, they may have just learned from that saying, you know, we do have to grow up and hopefully it in turn makes them better for future games? 
Well, I don't know. I mean, we, we put them in as many competitive environments as you can, you know, possibly be in. When you look at our preseason schedule, uh, you know, we, we jamboreed with Upperman. We went against Clay. We went against Coalfield, Trousdale. Um, you know, we, we put them in as many competitive environments as, as we could find uh, to try to get ready for, for games like Friday night. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's a little bit of an immaturity issue that, that, you know, when you're playing those many young guys that, you know, there's some focus issues. There's some, there's some immaturity that you got to handle, but, uh, you know, it, it's stuff that we talk about every day and it, and it's things that we control. And that, that's something that, uh, we've really spent a lot of time talking about it, just being able to control what we can, what we can control. And, uh, we didn't do a great job of that Friday night. So that's something that we're working on right now. We're talking with head coach Scott Hughes of the Monterey Wildcats football program right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. 2-1 and one on the season, 0-1 and one in region play, and getting ready to take on a good stone memorial team coming up this Friday. Coach, it's the first home game of the season for you guys here in week four, finally a home game in Monterey. Uh, how, how nice is it to finally just host somebody at your home stadium? Well, I mean, it, it will be nice to not get on a bus, but I mean, you know, we we've got to we've got to fix a whole lot of things to become a competitive uh, ball club, and and you know our our next two weeks at home are, are not going to help us any. We we play a an undefeated 4A football team that has great coaching staff, and they've got athletes all over, and uh, you know it's a team that expects to win. And and you know it, again, uh, if you're a 4A school, you you obviously should beat a 2A school, and uh, so you know they're going to come in here. Uh, with a lot of confidence and and they're going to execute very well when you see them on film uh their execution rate right now you know something that i i really uh admire because they're executing on both sides of the ball um at a very high percent and and then you know next week uh we have rockwood coming in who uh is, is picked by a lot of people to to win our region and uh, one of the better teams in East Tennessee. So, uh, yeah, we get to come home, but uh, we get to come home to two daunting tasks, and, and hopefully our guys are up for the challenge. Hopefully Friday night, uh, you know, opened our eyes that, that, you know, the things that we're saying every day and, and we're, not, we're not correct, you know, we're not, we're not physically correcting or mentally correcting ourselves uh, when our coaches are saying, hey, you need to do this or, or you know, hey, you need to do that, and, and we're, not, we're still not doing it, then, then you know, at some point it, it kind of – shows its head and and that's what happened and so we've got to we got to get back in and focus on us before we worry about anybody else is that kind of the main thing you guys are doing in practice this week you had mentioned two really good opponents coming up this week with stone memorial next week with rockwood but it sounds like you guys are really just focusing on the wildcats this week in practice is that the case yeah we got way more issues uh with with our team than with you know if we don't fix ourselves it ain't gonna matter what anybody else does and and so we we've got to spend some time and and learn how to play the game and, and really focus and, and learn how to just take it moment by moment, snap by snap, and uh, and, and be able to, to, you know, no matter what happens, compartmentalize and, and go on to the next play from there. And, and so we're having, to, we're having to go back in, and it's kind of baby steps, and we're having to really, uh, you know, you hate to say it, you know, going into week four, but we're really having to go back in and teach the game of football um, and, and teaching a lot of things that we thought that we had already covered. Uh, but we're having to go back in and reteach it. So uh, hopefully we can hopefully we can get it fixed. As you go into week four, you work on the, these things throughout the week. What do you really want to see the team do well against the Panthers coming up on Friday? Well, I want to see us compete, and I, I want to see us compete in the face of adversity. And uh, you know, I you know, take the physical side out of it. I, I just want to see us mentally 
you know, understand and recognize and, and mentally uh, be at a, at a higher clip than what we were last Friday. And, uh, you know, those are things that we're really taking strides and, and trying to take pride in. But it's something that, you know, guys have to learn. It's, it's just like learning math or English. You know, guys have to learn. Uh, and, and, you know, for us, it's taking us just a little bit longer uh, than what we expected, but that's okay. We'll get it fixed. Head coach Scott Hughes with the Monterey Wildcats right here on the high school playbook. Two and one on the season, hosting a non-region game with the Stone Memorial Panthers coming up on Friday. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Hey, thank you very much. Welcome back on the high school playbook. We're joined now by head coach Mark Frazier of the White County Warriors, the Warriors team that moved to 3-0 and and 1-0 and in region play this past Friday after beating a really good station camp team on the road, 54-27. to Coach, take me through. What did the guys do well in the win on Friday? Well, you know, that was a big win for us as far as the region goes. And, you know, we had a good week of practice, and, and we really harped on, you know, penalties and turnovers. And so the biggest thing we did, we didn't turn the ball over. Um, and it gives you, a, you know, a lot better chance to win a game. So uh, came out early. They scored first. We scored on the first play to make it 7-7 and then end up building a little bit of a lead there. Um, did have some things that went wrong in special teams and a few things we've got to clean up. But, you know, offensively, we played really, really well. Uh, I think we only punted one time. So very proud of the offensive line. And, of course, Malachi Dow had a big night with six touchdowns and 300 odd yards rushing and 80 yards receiving so it was a it was a huge night for him and, and the whole offensive side and defensively we we still got to continue to improve but there were some bright moments there too so um it's a good game to build on gain some confidence and then you know like i said that we've got to continue to get better if we want to reach our goal at the end of the year Coach, offensively, you had mentioned Malachi's numbers. He's been just impressing every single week, and it seems like he keeps getting better every single week somehow. But the guys in front of him, I'm sure, are are creating a lot of those opportunities for him to take. How good has the offensive line been this year? Well, it's it's been a very, very impressive transition for them. They were probably our biggest concern going into camp, and to be honest, look, pretty rough going into our first two or three scrimmages we played really poorly um but they got better every week they continued to improve and then uh friday night it, it was a it was a very impressive showing by the offensive line i i think malachi would be the first one to tell you uh and trip pinion as well be the first one to tell you that those guys are really opening up some big holes and um just the improvement it, it, it's pretty impressive um so, you know, obviously, you know, as a coach, you know, we can continue to get better. But so far, it's just been every week it's been giant strides. So really excited about that group up there. Coach, I'm sure you guys as a coaching staff uh, probably had high expectations for this season as well as the players. But do you think that win against Station Camp kind of gave them the confidence saying, hey, we can be a pretty good ball club this year? It, it was a very, very big win for us. Just, uh, you know, being a region win, and we struggled getting that region win early last year. We lost this game last year, 14-10. So the game we, you know, knew coming in, they had a lot of guys back, but we did too. So we knew we could compete in the game, but just getting over the hump and getting that victory, it definitely gives you confidence. It, it's a confident group, but, you know, as well as anything, is it, you know, you see the W go up and you go, okay, you know, the things we're doing are working and what the coaches are telling us is working. So 
it gives everybody a little added confidence going into the following week. Talking with head coach Mark Frazier of the White County Warriors right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The Warriors 3-0 on the season, 1-0 in region play after taking down Station Camp last Friday and getting ready for another fun one this week at Cookville. Uh, coach, as your attention turns to the Cavaliers, take me through practice this week. What are you guys focusing on? Uh, got a really good quarterback. Throws the ball really well as far as the defense goes. We, we know that they can... They can move the ball through the air. Um, you know, their run game at times looks good, too. It's just one of those things that's not been as consistent as their passing game. So offensively, I know uh, that we're going to have to do a really good job to to control uh, quarterback. And, and Mace is coming back from a knee injury, and he, he's a good kid. And, I, you know, he, he looked really good in his first few games. And then, of course, you know, as far as us on offense, we just got to keep doing what we do. We think that we got to – continue to clean up a few little things that we had go wrong as far as that goes, continue to hold on to the football. So that'll be the points of emphasis going into a big, big rivalry week. You mentioned the defense against Station Camp. Obviously, uh, gave up the 27 points. You guys had plenty of points to outscore them. And, and going up against the Cookville offense that can throw the ball through the air, uh, what are you guys focusing on specifically on the defensive side of the ball? Well, like I said, the quarterback position for, for Cookville is, is really strong. They've got some guys that run some good routes. Some really good concepts there that Coach Hennigan has as far as that. So we're going to have to be disciplined in the secondary and make sure that we're reading our keys and, and our eye discipline has to be good. So, you know, that's that's going to be what we talk about a lot. Technique has got to be, you know, sound when you play a team that can really throw it. So we'll, we'll work a lot of technique and a lot of, uh, you know, reads and keys and things this week to, to, to get ready to try to be in the right positions when they do throw it. This is a fun rivalry game as well. You guys got the first win against Cookville since 2013 last year. How fun is this rivalry game, especially now that it's pretty darn competitive? You know, I thought that's one thing we talked about. You know, the rivalry was, was not so much a rivalry. We, we, we didn't hold up our end of the bargain there for a few years. So it, it's nice to make it back where, you know, both teams know they got a shot to win and both teams come in with a lot of passion and, and the fans enjoy it. it. It's fun when high school football is competitive. And so it's kind of neat to get this, this game back to where, you know, it is a toss up as opposed to, you know, we, we, for a long time there, you just knew Cookville was going to win the game. So now I think it's a 50, 50 battle this week. So it, it makes it fun for the fans. And, and, uh, you know, it, that's why you play it. That, the intensity that'll be out there this week, it, it will be hard to be matched. I don't know if there's a bigger rivalry around this part of Cookville. So it, it, it's fun to be a part of it. Head coach Mark Frazier with the White County Warriors, 3-0 on the season, getting ready to take on the Cookville Cavaliers in Cookville coming up on Friday. Coach Frazier, we appreciate the time as always. Hey, thank you very much. Thanks for joining us this week on the High School Playbook. I'd like to give a special shout-out to all the area coaches who joined us on the show today. Coming up on Friday, we have a full slate of broadcast games around the Upper Cumberland. First on 101.9 AM 920, the Livingston Academy Wildcats still search for their first win of the season as they travel to Jamestown to take on the 2-1 York Institute Dragons. I'll have pregame coverage at 6.30 alongside Josh Scott. Then the 1-2 Cookville Cavaliers host the undefeated White County Warriors on Newstalk 94.1. Pre-game coverage from Cookville High School will begin at 6.45 with Rafferty Cleary and Ben Heron on the call. On Sports Radio 104.7, the Upperman Bees face the Fayetteville Tigers in a highly touted matchup. Both teams enter the contest 3-0. Tigers beat the Bees for their lone regular season loss a year ago. Pre-game coverage starts at 6.50 with Tom Duggan and Tim Thompson on the call.
Elsewhere in the Upper Cumberland Friday, the 3-0 Stone Memorial Panthers travel to Monterey to take on the 2-1 Wildcats. 1-2 Jackson County will travel down to Sequatchie County to take on the 2-1 Indians. Clay County gets back in action as they try to stay undefeated when they welcome Cornersville to Salina. DeKalb County tries to get back on track as they'll host a good Watertown team. Warren County gets a tough test at Mount Juliet, and the Cumberland County Jets travel to Lenore City for a Thursday night matchup. Make sure to tune in to the High School Playbook again on Saturday morning at 9 on Rock 93.7, live from Chick-fil-A in Cookville.